beautiful people thank you for tuning in once again today i'll be in conversation with aliyu isachiroma a poet from northern nigeria hello aliyu thank you for joining us on another episode of poet box series it's good to have you here thank you very much it is an honor and a privilege to be with you today thank you it's also great to have you here aliyu it's an honor really because you're a very talented poet, and I really can't wait for this discussion to begin. Issa Ali Uchiruma is a poet, short story writer, and essayist from Bauchi State, Nigeria. He's a student of Usman Danfodo University, Sokoto, and he was awarded one of the best entrants in the 5th Chinua Achebe Poetry and Essay Anthology. He's a content creator with Niger Haiku and a Praxis Hangout coordinator for Bauchi State. His works have been published at Opinion Nigeria newspaper, The Arts Muse Fair, Ariwa World, Lit Light Anthology Nigeria Branch, Poetic Duel Anthology, titled Drum of Life, and other literary magazines. Chiruma is a member of Hilltop Creative Arts Foundation, Association of Nigerian Authors, Bachi Chapter, Poetry Club Udus, and Caliphate Arts Literary Forum. He loves nature, books, and having discussions with creative minds and attending literary activities. Okay, once again, it's great to have you here. And seeing as you love um, having conversations with creative minds, I'm guessing this interview or this discussion is one that you would enjoy. Indeed, it should be one that I must enjoy because when um, creative writers, or should I say creative minds meet, there are a lot to discuss because what we believe is we creative minds are solution providers. We discuss and we provide solutions to problems. So thank you very much. Yes, I, I believe that. I believe that too. I believe that when creative minds come together, there's something beautiful happens. So let's begin. So when did you start writing poetry and why? I started writing poetry some years ago, that is 2019, that is when I started writing poetry, that is at my 200 level, during my exams. So, and the reason why I write poetry is, though from the early beginning, as from the early age, I have passion for reading and writing. I could remember then, though I'm a science student, but during my junior secondary school, I did literature in English. And I think it's among the things that motivated me also to fall into the art. So at my secondary school, I did not go to, uh, to study art, but to study science to, because to fulfill my dream, a dream of becoming a medical doctor. <laughs> So, and that is how it just happened, and that is how the writing started. Yeah. Wow, so you're basically the African parents' dream. You decided to study um, medicine, and so I, I'm wondering how you stumbled on poetry. How did you, how did it happen? And as you began to write poetry, what did poetry do for you? And is it still doing what you intended for it at the beginning? At the beginning, all I thought was to just write. I write poems, a lot of poems. 
I can remember in 2019 when I started, before the year runs out, I wrote almost 50 poems. Yes, 50 poems. Because I write every day, I write every day. Sometimes writing comes uh, in a kind of, I do write a lot, I write a lot, that is it. For me, poetry, writing poetry opened a door for me because along the way when I was writing poetry, I discovered, I met a lot of people. Some people, I just see them on social media platforms, but through the journey of the writing, I got to meet them one-on-one and have an encounter with them. So that is how the journey is and me writing poetry, I realized that I have to read a lot. I have to read because for someone to write a good poem, you might have read a lot of poems. So I discovered reading. So I started reading and a lot of advice from my mentors and I got mad at reading because for me now, reading is a kind of a kind of uh, situation where I drive pleasure from. I enjoy reading very, very well. I enjoy reading very, very well. And I don't think I can stop reading or what have you. But I love books. I love books very, very well. Well, that's that's a good one. That's a good journey. And I'm happy you didn't come to poetry as something, as a, a form of, you know, escaping pain or just... As a form of therapy, I'm, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a good thing to be happy about that, but I am happy that you just fell in love with poetry from a very young age and then you stuck with it, even though um, your your field isn't something that is typically attributed to poets, although there are a lot of doctors that write poetry, even in Nigeria. Um, so what is your writing process like? What are the things that you do when you write so before writing i might have undergone some study of what i want to write let's say a particular topic or as i said earlier i do write things that happens around me sometimes i use poetry to um to have relief in the sense of to write something that is hidden hidden in my mind so I do write I do sometimes write them on poetry yes so writing poetry for me I write poetry at any moment I find myself I might be working doing some things sometimes I do write poems on my mind and when I got a paper I flush them out to have some ease so that's how poetry is I'm a kind of person so I say a little introvert in, uh, when I come into, into, into people. So I just do my ways and always silent. So that silent moment is the moment I used to do some things. Yeah. Well, research is a really important part of writing. It, it makes up about 70% of uh, writing a particular piece and I'm glad that you, you're the kind of person that just writes poetry like it, it kind of just flows out of you when whenever it comes and that is really cool and you've 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 just you've kind of reiterated that stereotype that introverts are 
writers or writers are introverts. So do you read other poets and what kind of poets do you read and what usually interests you about these poets? I read a lot of poets. Any any poet I came across, I read through his work because in any writing there's something you must find, something interesting. So some of the some of the poems they give joy and sometimes the expression, the expression in it, how a poet going through uh, sometimes bring it together, the imageries and what have you, and the painting. I read, I read poets, a lot of poets. Any poet I come across, I read. Well, can you mention some of them for us? Could you probably just tell us maybe your top five poets that you like to read? People that inspire you and people that give you joy. Like you said, like we would like to know, I would like to know who these poets are. Actually, for now, I can't conclude <laughs> my top uh, five, but I will list some that I enjoy most among them because for me now I don't have, uh, should I say, best writer or a best poet or my favorite poet to see because probably I, I have not finished reading all the poets I want to because I know there are a lot for me to read and there are a lot coming. So for now, my top poets are Gina Achebe, Olesha Inka, Khalil Gibran, Muhammad Dawish, Pablo Naruda, Rumi, and others. Uh, those are some powerful, powerful poets. And oh, I, I, when you mentioned Rumi, I was like, yes, because I absolutely love Rumi. I love his poetry. I love, I, I, I really got into Sufism. So I, I love um, how he's able to mix spirituality with um, in poetry, and then just I don't know. I'm a big Rumi fan. I think let's just let's just leave it there. I'm a huge Rumi fan. So, um, when you're writing, what message do you like to pass across, and um, what would you like your readers to find in your writing? And have you have you been able to accomplish this? Some of the message I try passing to my readers is for them to know things happening around. Some know, but uh, some might not know, but bringing it close to them is a good uh, medium for them to know what is happening. So sometimes I tell my readers what is happening around within the environment and probably the dangers ahead. But uh, for me, Passing my message to readers, I do that best in my essays or articles, and that's where I devour more and explore very well. All right, a lot today about the message I want to pass because a lot of readers do complain they don't understand poetry. <laughs> some say poetry is a safe language, though I agree to some extent, poetry is a safe language, um, but. Um, a lot of readers understand poetry, so probably if you did not understand the message in the poetry, you get to understand the message in the essay or articles or short stories. I've heard this from a lot of people too, that poetry is a safe language, like you said. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is, but I, I believe that poetry isn't for everybody. It's It's complex, yes, but it's also easy to understand if you just understand the rules that guide poetry 
so i guess it's it depends on people's tastes what would literary success be for you i mean if what would happen to you in your career as a poet that would make you say okay yes i have achieved something in terms of being a poet and being a writer is to provide solution in the society through writing because through writing my voice could be heard across the world and i will pass the information i want to pass and solution to problems in the society since the society we are now is filled with a lot of problems that need solution so as a writer i can use my writing to provide solution to problems and i notice you do limit me to limit me as a poet i'm not only a poet but a story writer and essayist also <laughs> and also a moment where i will publish my book sure i have a dream of it but i believe some days it will be possible for me to publish my book and i hold a copy of my book in my hand and i say this is my book so it's one of the dreams Forgive me for that. Um, so this podcast is a collection of interviews with um, African poets. So I tend to just address all the people we have here and we've been having here as um, poets. And I kind of just ignore that. Um, some poets also write other genres and a couple of people we've had here also write other genres apart from poetry. So when next i ask something or i refer to you i would refer to you as a writer also so forgive me for that yeah and i think it's 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 something that all of us all poets writers aspire to like being published as um being published and having a book and i'm glad that it's not just the only thing that you're bothered about you also care about um passing a message across. I mean, ultimately, isn't that why we write? So I I think it's a very beautiful thing. It's something that people should aspire to, to make sure that when they write, they pass out a a beautiful message that touches people's lives. So um, speaking about um, imposter syndrome, so how how do you deal with imposter syndrome? Is it, and when I mean imposter syndrome, I'm talking about that feeling that your achievements are not really yours, or maybe they've been given to you by mistake or something something like that. How do you deal with that feeling? Oh, this question sounds very strange. I think the first time being asked something like this. Mm, so when I got achievement in writing, I sometimes feel very happy. Because from my beginning of writing, I see a lot of people becoming, uh, should I say, imagine in a kind of writer space and performing better. So I wish to also perform better. So, and for you to perform better, or should I say, yeah, for you to perform better, you might have gotten a lot of rejections. And fear acceptance. So sometimes when you are accepted in the literary world, to some extent, your effort matters. Because what is believed is you must be rejected before being accepted. 
I hope I didn't scare you with the question. I, I just wanted to know whether you encounter um, having this feeling of not being that person that has achieved something when you get an achievement. Maybe say, um, for instance, when you were one of the best entrants for the Chinua Achebe, um fifth anthology, um, did you, did you maybe perhaps feel like, oh, this wasn't meant for me. It was meant for someone else. So I just wanted to understand whether these things happen to you and what you feel or how you deal with it when it happens. And I think, yeah, you're, you're, you are right about um, um, us expecting to go through a lot of rejections before we get acceptance. I mean, for creatives, it's just so hard for you to to just, you know, make it or blow, like I say blow, once if you just put in a little effort then you just blow or make it in the literary space so i i I agree with you on that one i agree with you on us expecting to get a lot of rejection before we get accepted so it can it can kind of influence us to to not feel very comfortable when we do have an acceptance because we we were expecting a rejection instead indeed but uh I've never encountered that though. Like that of Chino Chobe Poetry Essay Anthology. A letter I struck my mail and I saw the acceptance letter, so I was surprised. And I think I submitted it is it on the deadline or it did the deadline. So it was late I submitted. So I was surprised that I made it to the anthology and I read um, the best entrant will be selected and awarded. And I pray I should be a monk, and hopefully I emerge to be one. So I was surprised, actually, and uh, I'm glad to be one. I guess you're luckier than the than the rest of us. It's something that a lot of um, a lot of writers and a lot of poets, creatives in general, experience. So it's good that you know you don't have this feeling, and you get to enjoy your achievements. It's a very good thing. Well, um, how would you describe your identity as a writer and a poet? How would you describe who you are as a writer and a poet? I think my identity as a writer should be described through my writings. So my writing will judge it, I think. I guess if we, if we want to know who you are, who you are as a person, we would have to go and check out your essays and your your poetry that have been published as a writer poet and a medical student how do you juggle and <laughs> i'm going to keep mentioning this because i'm shocked that you're a medical student it, it came to me as a shock so how do you juggle studying and i believe that you'd have to do a lot of studying and writing um <laughs> for me as a student and writing though i'm not studying medicine but <laughs> I could not be given medicine to study, but I'm studying agriculture. So for me as a student, and not even an art student, a science student, studying agriculture and writing are two different things. So when I'm back in school, I mostly concentrate on my academics. That is my primary assignment. So the writing is slowed down. But I do write in school, but not like when I'm at home. Or during the holiday. Well, I mixed it up. I thought you were studying medicine. So in my head, I've been thinking, oh, this guy's a medical student. 
and okay so it's cool that you you find you always find time to pursue your passion and writing is your passion and you make sure that you you set out time even when you're in school to write and to make sure that you have something you are doing something regarding your passion what common misconceptions about writing have you encountered personally or amongst uh, emerging writers what are those things that people have told you about writing or about writers that have put you off or you'd hear it and you'd be like why would you assume this most people thought writers waste their time or they see you reading a lot of books they'll say you're wasting your time <laughs> but we writers have a belief we know the journey we are into and we believe it will take us to the promised land so a lot of people most especially friends around are <laughs> seeing with books or devoting your time to read you say, oh is this one mad or odd <laughs> i don't know how the journey is until you find yourself in- <laughs> oh my god i would assume that these people are not uh readers themselves because why would you assume someone is running mad <laughs> because the person is reading a lot of books i guess it's the, it's common with nigerians or it's common in africa where like the reading culture isn't so strong so people tend to assume that people are going crazy when they read um when they read a lot of books about the northern nigerian trade space what more should be done um or what do you think should be done to promote um the arts and literature in northern nigeria in northern nigeria there are a lot of major writers but what i notice is that they lack mentors or should i say mentorship yes Oh, so you're saying that in the literary space in northern Nigeria, mentorship for emerging writers is needed, is important? Yes, it is. It is needed and uh, very, very important. How important is the northern Nigerian literary space to the African literary space, to the general African literary space? How do you think northern Nigerian um literature can contribute to african literature so northern nigerian literature can contribute to african literature um, through writing about their tradition and culture so it will give a clear view to those misunderstanding the culture and their own point of view yes yeah, that's true. And I think it would be very good because actually like in Nigerian literary space, you, we see that there's not a lot of Northern Nigerian stories. I mean, amongst all the writers that we have in Nigeria, not a lot of them are from Northern Nigeria. So it would be very good if we had those perspectives, like you mentioned, from Northern Nigeria, and so that it would be um, seen by um, Africans that okay nigeria isn't just the south or how southerners see nigeria there's also that northern nigeria there there's also that northern perspective there when it comes to um, nigerian literature and then it would make it would even diversify um, african literature in general so we've come to the end of the discussion today our discussion today 
thank you so much Ali for joining us thank you for sharing your thoughts and your opinions thank you for letting us into your mind and seeing how your mind works thank you very much for having me as uh in the pod series so i'm very glad and uh it is an opportunity to share my view with you so thank you very much i really appreciate thank you to amber leadcast and the team over there and uh everyone who made this to become successful yeah thank you very much we really appreciate that. Thank you, Aliyu. On behalf of all of us, I, I would say, I'd like to say thank you for joining us and thank you for appreciating the work we do. Goodbye. All right, so we come to the end of another episode of the Poet Box series. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you join me next time when I interview Slovak Liberty, a Nigerian spoken word artist. Bye.